What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio, all by my lonesome self, because, well, all my all my co-hosts are booked on assignment today. They're all, you know, either covering other fabulous sports and golf and tennis, maybe even uh, sumo wrestling, NASCAR. I don't know. They have lives, too. But I'm here. I'm not completely alone because I have you guys, the City Wrestling Radio Universe, to talk to. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, including Monday Night Raw from last night, the Superstar Shakeup. Um, you know, a lot of people were shaking over to Monday Night Raw, um, including, you know, AJ Styles, um, Cedric Alexander, um, the the Vi- wait, what was that? The Viking experience. I thought that was a ride at Disneyland. Wait, hold on, that's the warp. Why the hell did they? Well, I was just informed by my uh, imaginary producer that um, the uh, the Viking Experience, formerly known as the War Raiders, are now on Monday Night Raw. That's um, cool. That's a name they, they. I'll get into it, guys. Before I get into all of that and all of the wrestling news, um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR Four and Five. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio because, you know, we have a bunch of new shows all every week, three shows a week at least. Um, this show where we, where we review Monday Night Raw. Tomorrow we have Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap and review show. Um, Friday's The B Show where we do all our NXT reviews plus some other stuff because, hey, sometimes we get bored talking about just WWE and we got to talk about something something like Wrestling Show & Tell. We do that every other week on the B-Show where we review some random match. And the capsule of time and space tra- travel back with us as we look back at a history of professional wrestling. Or it was a match that just happened last week in a different promotion that we just want to talk about because it was great. Um, but guys, check it out at CW4 and 5 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or check out all the shows on SamCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Or whichever podcast delivery application you carry, because there's so many out there. iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Castbox. Just remember to like, share, and subscribe. But guys, there's a brand new way to stay up to date, or there's a brand new way to support City Wrestling Radio. That is um, BrownButterWrestling.com/slash/cwr.html is the new home for City Wrestling Radio merchandise. You can finally get your very own CWR T-shirt. Be the coolest, hippest kid on your block. Be the first in the city. Well, be the first on your block to have the CWR t-shirt because they're now out there. Size is extra small, the 4XL, um, waiting for you. Make the perfect gift for, make the perfect 420 gift, that's for sure. Order now um, and, yeah, get yours soon. Make the great Easter gift, um, Mother's Day gift, Father's Day, uh, Wrestling Day, 4th of July, um, Thanksgiving Give, give City Wrestling Radio t-shirt as a Thanksgiving gift. Um, we're also going to have more designs coming up right now. We just have our logo design, which is a really great design created by our friend uh, Juan of Juan of the Dead um, because, you know, he does great work. Go check him out and support him and support us at brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR. Okay, enough of that. Enough of pawning off our t-shirt, our wonderful, wonderful, great quality t-shirts. We got some wrestling news to talk about today. Um, first off, Vince McMahon 
did announce today via Twitter that oh, oh, tonight is oh, I'm going to reveal the biggest acquisition to SmackDown Live history. Oh, yeah, SmackDown Live history. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be uh, Braun Strowman. I don't see Roman Reigns going to um, SmackDown Live. It could be Roman Reigns, that's for sure. Uh, Roman Reigns, I think, would make a good addition, but I want to see him stay on Monday Night Raw with the Usos, and especially since they've already started the Braun Strowman program with Samoa Joe. They could put him in that, although I don't see Samoa Joe staying on um, SmackDown Live or seeing the United States title staying over there. Um, so, okay. Let's go down a list of um, of everybody that came over to Monday Night Raw last night. We had AJ Styles, The Miz, Andrade and Zelina Vega, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, Eric Young, so Sanity, gone, um, uh, Cedric Alexander, EC3, Aleister Black, Ricochet, Lars Sullivan, Lacey Evans are all on the Monday Night Raw roster. And also... <sighs> the former team known as the NXT champions, the tag team champions, formerly known as the um, the War the War, War Raiders, now known as the Viking Experience. Um, so that's the thing they're doing. They changed their name. You know, Vince is strongly against the word war, apparently, and changed their name at the very last minute. Um, so it's just, it threw everybody off. I mean, what name... Viking, it just sounds like a ride at Disneyland, like I said, and it doesn't, it actually, it doesn't just, it doesn't just like poke fun, like War Raiders was like kind of dumb, because they were War Machine, and it was like, okay, why change the name Machine, and you know, I thought about that going into it, you know, War Raiders, okay, sure, whatever, but now that it's the whole, why couldn't they just be, you know, uh, you know, the Vikings, or the Viking Raiders, or I don't know Raiders of the, uh, the 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 Raiders the pill the I don't know I don't know the Pillagers I don't know I don't know it doesn't make any sense to me but uh, tonight we're gonna see who goes to SmackDown Live you know I'm kind of hoping Braun for sure um, Balor I think Balor for sure is going to SmackDown Live tonight you know I already called the Usos and AJ coming over to Raw last week. Um, Drew Gulak is another one I hope gets brought up to SmackDown Live because my theory is 205 Live will soon be a thing of the past. And, um, yeah. Um, also, you know, you're going to have to have somebody from the women's division go over to SmackDown Live, and I'm thinking Nikki Cross would make a good addition to the roster. Also, um, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, a moment of bliss. Bring that over to SmackDown Live as well. So one person that's not going to join the SmackDown Live roster tonight. And, you know, he, he picked a good time to do this. It's during the Superstar Shakeup. Uh, but Luke Harper has announced that he is going to be asking his release, or at least requesting his release from WWE. He hit Twitter today. He said, and I quote, As of this evening, I have requested a release from WWE. The past six years have been simply an amazing journey around the world and back from lifelong friends and family. I am proud of it all and proud to say I have shared the ring with my coworkers. This decision, as difficult as it was, feels right for me and right for myself and WWE. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer and person and continue to make my family proud. Thank you from the top to the bottom of the WWE. Thank you to my fans for your undying support. Thank you, everybody. Um, so it has been noted that Dave Meltzer 
uh, notes that 39-year-old Harper has been given his release as of this moment. Um, he or he hasn't been given his release as of this moment. He's only asked for um, undergoing. He underwent wrist surgery recently, uh, while Eric Rowan was also out of action. You know, the Bludgeon Brothers, they were tag team champions, Eric and Rowan. They were together for a long time. I wonder if Eric Rowan will eventually ask for his release as well. You know, we see this mass exodus from WWE. Sasha Banks, you know, she's she's um, MIA right now. Nick, No one knows where she's at. You know, she's been given some time off, you know, per WWE um, to, I guess, straighten out her decision making or at least figure out what she wants to do in the future going forward because, you know, if somebody really wants to leave WWE, I don't think they're going to hold them there. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's hard, man, because they did it to Pac and, and, you know, and look at Pac now. Look at him. He's the dragon. He's the king of the crew. He was the king of the crew, but now he's the king of Dragon Gate. He's the fucking Dragon Gate champion. So um, we'll see what happens with Luke Harper going forward. Um, I would love to see him on the indies. So uh, one person that's also going to be taking some time off from WWE um, is quote unquote taking an impregnation vacation is uh, <clears throat> Ronda Rousey. So according to a source, I just I'm just bringing this up because I think it's funny. It was just a funny uh, quote she put out last night. Hashtag impregnation vacation um, with the two of her and her her husband Travis Brown on Twitter. I guess in the Bahamas or some sort of tropical destination. Um, so you know, I, I think it's great how she gave other people crap for talking about what she was going to do after WrestleMania, whether she was going to go start a family and drop the title. You know, she said things like, don't tell me what to do with my uterus or with my body. And I just think it's funny how, you know, those rumors came up were completely true. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, don't get mad at people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. But anyways, Ronda Rousey, she's, um, she's, they're trying to have a kid, so good for her. You know that's that's awesome. You know more. I just don't don't try to break your kid's arm like your mom did to you, Rousey. Okay, like that was scary. That was a scary story. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's uh, this is getting a weird topic. I don't know why, but I, for some reason, this is getting really weird for me to talk about. So let's continue on. Let's continue on with my full Monday Night Raw review from last night. Um, we kicked, that's not my Monday night. Those aren't my notes for Monday night raw. Those are my notes for Monday night raw. Uh, they were in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, uh, started off the show with Shane and Steph coming out to the ring to announce, uh, the superstar shakeup. Um, you know, Shane McMahon tells Mike Rump to announce him and announce him as the best in the world. He does that. Then he asks for him and he does a pretty good job actually the first time. So good on him. He didn't get fired, which I don't, you know, I thought Stephanie, Stephanie could have stood up for Mike Rome a little bit, you know, especially since she's supposed to be playing face. She was just kind of playing like, oh, this is my brother. I love you, big brother. And uh, yeah, uh, Shane, then um, he hints at a tag team being broken up. Uh, Shane, then he said he wants to see the scenes of how we got here for some reason. And they show the scenes from Fastlane um, with him and beating up on Miz and Mr. Miz. Uh, Stephanie is about to announce the first superstar that shook to Monday Night Raw and hits the Miz's music. The Miz attacks Shane from behind. They brawl on the outside. Miz hits Shane twice with a chair. Uh, Shane's head, or sorry, Miz's head is all busted open. And Miz is officially on Monday Night Raw, which I don't get why they did the whole, like, him show what happened between him and his dad. 
because if now Miz is on Raw, that storyline is going to be completely negated. And I don't know. I mean, it, you know, what do you guys think? You know, let me know at CWR415 because, man, it doesn't make any sense to me that they would at least, you know, continue, fine, continue Shane as a heel. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, next up, we have Ricochet and Aleister Black. They're now officially on Monday Night Raw um, with the team of Hawkins and Ryder. Um, Zack Ryder versus The Revival. And I said, The Viking Experience. Uh, the team of... And they, yeah, they changed their names, too. They're not Hanson and Roe anymore. So Hanson is now known as Ivar or Ivar. And Roe is now known as Eric or Eric. I don't know. Um, so we have Dawkins and Hawkins, Dawson and Hawkins starting the match. Uh, there was a lot of miscommunication between the Vikes uh, when Hanson tags in row. Um, the ref sees it and calls for a tag, and Eric gets in the ring. Or sorry, God, this is gonna be so confusing now because I have four different names. Uh, so it's, I'll just do Hanson and Row. Hanson uh, tags in row. Row gets in the ring, and they were gonna do a ta- uh, double team maneuver, but they don't. And then Roe just gets back over the ropes without tagging himself out or anything. And the ref just keeps going with it like it's nothing. So, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, scoop, uh, scoop slam drop to Hawkins by the Vikes. Uh, assisted leg drop to Hawkins by the Revival. Hot tag to Ryder. Rough Ryder to uh, Roe. And a pin broken up by, um, by Wilder. Uh, then we eventually hit the fallout to Zack Ryder. And Hanson pins Zack Ryder. Uh, for the pinfall. So, I mean, they looked good. They, you know, they're definitely going to be muted. Their skills are going to be muted as well. Like that great match that you saw at NXT TakeOver New York versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. You're not going to get that on the main roster on Monday Night Raw. So, I mean, go and go back and enjoy it while you can. Because as of right now, the War Raiders are done. It's time to, you know, keep your arms and hands in at all times. And Ride the Viking experience, you know, put on your plastic uh, Viking helmets, which I'm sure they'll start selling soon and start hawking cheesy, cheesy uh, merch. So unlike our merch at brownbutterwrestling.com, these awesome T-shirts, you know, they're awesome and I wear it all the time. They're so comfortable. Anyways, uh, next up, we have Finn Balor versus. um, Oh, sorry. Then we have the announcement of Cedric Alexander to Monday Night Raw, which I'm really excited for. This is going to be really good. I think Cedric Alexander is made for the main roster. You know, he's really exciting to watch. And his talents were kind of being wasted on 205 Live, you know, with the 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 lackluster ratings and whatnot. So it's going to be great seeing him on Monday Night Raw, especially feuding maybe for the, the Intercontinental title, maybe for the United States title. I would like to see the United States title around his waist. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up, we have Finn Balor versus the debuting to Monday Night Raw, Andrade. So if we kick off the match, uh, first Andrade and Zelina Vega come out to the ring. You know, she says, you know, Andrade is a multilingual man of intelligence, and he will speak to these fans in their language. And Andrade gets a mic and just says, Mercy! Which I really love because, you know, and then he starts speaking. And then he just go, cuts a complete promo on Finn Balor in Spanish, which I really loved because give Andrade time on the mic, let him speak, and let everybody, you know, it goes for Asuka, Andrade, you know, me, fuck, even uh, Sin Cara at one point. Let all of them speak their native tongue, and they will sound more authentic than if you give them these fake-ass promos that you want them to remember 10 minutes beforehand. So, 
Uh, next, or sorry, the match. Uh, Andrade takes to Finn uh, pretty hard. Double knees to Finn around the world DDT to Andrade. Andrade used Selena Vega as a uh, shield to stop a kick from Finn Balor. Sling blade to Andrade. Cartwheel Insiguri to Finn Balor. Balor holds his knees up for the double moonsault. Uh, Balor then hits a plancha on the outside. Andrade over Selena Vega on the on the apron. Uh, Hurricane Rana to Finn Balor by Zelina Vega uh, when the back, uh, the ref's back was turned. Hammerlock DDT to Balor, and Andrade gets the pin and the win. So it's good to see Andrade get the pin and the win um, because, you know, going forward, you know, if the Intercontinental title stays on Monday Night Raw, that belt's going to look good on him, man. He already wears black and white, and having a white strap around his waist would look really good. Next up, we have, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. He does a bunch of stuff. Um, he makes fun of the local sports team, which I believe was a hockey Montreal, the the Canadians, I believe. I don't know. I think, yeah. The, the crowd was super hot last night, though. I mean, Montreal's a hot crowd. Um, he was interrupted, though, by Rey Mysterio. They brawl. Elias leaves. And then out comes Lars Sullivan. He hits a drop kick to Lars Sullivan, but Rey Mysterio is he's the little guy, and Lars Sullivan is the big guy. Um, but he's a big guy in a diaper. I'm sorry. Okay, those trunks on Lars Sullivan look like a giant diaper. They're ill-fitting. You know, they're baggy. They're ill-fitting, and they're baggy. He looks like he's wearing a giant diaper. So, I mean, I'm just pointing that out, man. You think what you want, but Lars Sullivan looks more like a baby wrestling than Walter does. No, they both look like giant babies. I can't take that away from Walter. He's like the cute, but Walter's like the cute, the cute little baby and like, um, Sullivan, Lars Sullivan, which his name will be Lars or Sullivan soon. Um, he looks like that scary baby that you just don't want to, you know, it's just like, okay, you, you don't know your own strength yet, kid. Just calm down. Um, uh, he hits a freak accent to Rey Mysterio and yeah, that was that. So welcome to raw, Ray. Uh, next up, we have the glorious ones. That's Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Versus the debuting Uso. So I like that. Um, please keep Roman on Raw because the Usos and Roman as a team would be a great thing. Uh, which I thought was really funny, though. But when the Glorious Ones are coming out, the graphics messed up and said the Usos as the lower third for the Glorious Ones. Kind of just giving away that the Usos were going to show up in a couple minutes. So uh, Jimmy Uso. So I finally figured out how to tell them apart. So Jimmy Uso is the one he's going to have like the armband, the white armband uh, like as a elbow pad. So finally I could figure it out because they, they're both covered in the same tattoos now. Uh, Jimmy Uso and Chad Gable start the match. We have back and forth between the two teams. Uh, we have a booty splash to Gable by Jimmy. Assisted blockbuster to Jimmy. Uh, hot tag to Jay Uso. Super kick to Gable. By Jay, super kick to Rude by Jimmy, double super kick to Gable, which they refused to call a super kick on the show. So I don't know why they did that, but it was just something I noticed. Uh, double Uso splash to Gable. Jimmy Uso gets the pin on Chad Gable. So after that, we had a moment of bliss with Sami Zayn and uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, for, so Sammy comes out to the ring. He does his uh, little shtick where he dances to a song completely over with the crowd because, you know, it's Montreal and they love him there. I believe he's from close by. And, uh, you know, he comes out and his music plays like three times and he just starts up again and again just to prove a point that the fans will follow his every word, even though he starts talking crap about the fans. Uh, says that nine months ago he would have loved to be in this position. 
but now he just hates it because of the people that are in Montreal. He says he loves Montreal, but the people in it just suck. Uh, fans started chanting for Kevin Owens. Sammy says that the fans project their own issues onto him. And then Alexa plays face and asks, are you so perfect? If you're so perfect, then like, why are you the problem? Like, I don't know. Like, it was just like weird, like Alexa trying to play face because she's going to switch back to heel like that. I don't know. Uh, Sammy then says he was born in Montreal, but left and he can't wait to leave again. And he was done and he walked out. So after this, we have Bailey. She's backstage frantically trying to call Sasha Banks. Sasha, call me when you get this message. Bye. So um, in walks Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. They agree to defend their or not even defend their championship, but they give a match against Bailey and a partner of her choice. Um, it turns out to be Naomi, Naomi. So, uh, Naomi is now part of the Monday night raw roster as well. So congratulations, Naomi, uh, Bailey and Billy Kay start the match assisted Bailey to belly to, uh, or to Billy Kay, uh, split leg moon to Peyton Royce, the pin Naomi gets the pin in the win, which I thought was really weird because I thought this was the title match at first, but it wasn't. So sure. Whatever. Uh, next up we have EC three who is now officially a part of the Monday night raw roster. Uh, he's supposed to have a match against Braun Strowman. And, uh, dude, I don't know if it's just me, but Braun sucks, man. I'm tired of Braun. Like, he's just being, like, I feel like how I felt about Roman a couple years ago. He's just being pushed down our throats every single week. Everybody I like, he just goes after and just, like, I don't know, Michael Che and Colin Jost. That was dumb. The thing now, EC3 is dumb. He just, he's the worst face ever. Like, he's just, like, he's a total heel, and we need to actually realize who he was he for what he is. Because he goes after EC3 before the bell even rings, tosses him around, up the ramp, in the LED board, and then choke slams EC3 through the stage. If that's a face thing to do, dude, then, like, I don't know. You're, I, that just makes no sense to me. So, oh, someone just sent me a photo. Yay. Um, so then we have, uh... After this, we have outcomes uh, Becky Lynch. So I did like this. I thought it could have been a little bit more of a stare down, though. Becky Lynch comes out as Braun right after he puts EC3 through the table. He stares down or she stares down him and uh, kind of walks up to the ring because she has a match against Ruby Riot. Uh, the two Ruby Riot and Becky Lynch, the two go back and forth. Uh, Beck exploded to Ruby uh, backwards falling cannonball Becky to Becky off the ropes. The squad then pulls Ruby out for a disarm her. Becky then fights off Liv and Logan. Finally, the disarm her, locked into Ruby Wright. The submission victory to Becky Lynch. So congratulations, Becky. Um, yeah, so it's it's great. I mean, Becky's awesome. I don't know. Is her is Becky Lynch starting to wear out wear off on me? I don't know, man. Is she starting to wear off on you? Like for me, I still love Becky. I love when she comes out to the ring. Uh, she has a great personality and. I don't know, like, yeah, they could, it could grow tiring after a while, but I think at this point, like, she's built up so high that I don't think anyone can really beat her, like, no one's on her level, Lacey Evans, uh, Natalia, no, like, the only people that are on her level are Charlotte, you know, Becky Lynch, I can believe Sasha beating her, you know, Bailey, maybe Alexa, but even Alexa now just seems phony to me, so... I don't know, man. I think they built up Becky a little too high now. Like she is like, it's unbelievable if someone beats her now. It's kind of like Ronda. It's like once you beat Ronda 
And, you know, it's funny because Rollins doesn't get treated like that. You know, Rollins, I don't think of Rollins as unbeatable, but I think of Becky as unbeatable now. And I don't know. Maybe they built her up too high. So just my thought. After this, we have uh, Charlie. She's backstage with Baron, Lashley, and McIntyre. Um, Baron wants Charlie to SmackDown Live. He's like, hey, Charlie, you didn't get sent to SmackDown Live? (laughs) That's funny, right? So... Uh, they want to know who uh, Rollins and Reigns' mystery partner is for later in the night. Um, hint, it's AJ Styles. Um, you know, they don't really care, though, because they're heels. And they're just like, oh, we're strong guys. So After this, we have Natalia. She comes out to the ring while Becky's still waiting in the ring after a promo backstage and probably a commercial break. Natty congratulations Be- congratulates Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. But Natty says she's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, which definitely did not get a pop at all, which I thought was kind of funny because they're in Montreal, you know, home of, of the Montreal screw job. So she says she's coming after the Raw women's title um, because she's a veteran and she's the one who helped start the women's revolution. Becky says there are a lot of overworked and overlooked women uh, that she has worked with and underappreciated women. That's what she says. So, Becky says that she has worked with a lot of overlooked and underappreciated women um, like herself and Natty. Um, But Becky says it would be a pleasure to defend her title against one of the pioneers of the women's revolution. And then out comes Lacey Evans. Uh, It's really funny because right as she comes out, Becky's just like, oh, this dope right through the microphone. Uh, Lacey Evans just comes out. I don't get her character. It doesn't make sense to me. I know she's like the sassy Southern Belle, but it, she has such a good story, a good backstory. You know, the whole she's a military mother and, all. you know, way better backstory than a sassy Southern Belle. So she comes out and she looks at um, Becky and Natalia. And she's just like, y'all nasty, y'all nasty, nasty, nasty. I'm Southern. I mean, she didn't exactly say that, but, you know, it was kind of along those lines. She comes out and she says, you know, the title deserves to be on someone that's dignified like herself, not someone as nasty as you, Becky, or as you, um, Natalia. And she says, per the McMahons, I have a match against you, Natalia. So I guess it's going to be for the number one contendership for the Raw Women's title. Uh, Becky is going to be defending those titles separately and not together. So that means she's probably going to be pulling double duty at pay-per-view, so I don't see how long she's going to hold both those titles, but we'll see. Uh, Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Lacey has uh, control most of the match. A spinning lariat to Lacey Evans. A sharpshooter to Evans, but Evans then gets to the rope. A woman's right to Natty. The crowd is pretty much dead silent. We have a jump-up moonsault. I mean, it looked good, but her knees were driven right into Natalia's chest, and it felt like, yeah, it looked like Natalia really hurt that one. Uh, was hurt by that one. So it is what it is. She gets the pin on Natalia. She's now the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Next up, Charlie. She's outside the men's locker room. Rollins is teasing the audience uh, uh, who his third partner is, but Roman stops him. And for some reason, the locker door opens behind them. I think it was a mistake by like a PA or something. They didn't know that they were exactly right there, but that made no sense. I don't know. It was a good, I don't know. It is what it is. Like, you know, you know, you could sit there and, and be like, what was that? But it is what it was. You know, I, they really need to get better on their production quality because WWE had makes so much money, but their production quality is shit. Like I can produce, I can produce something better than that. You know, given 
okay, I know it's harder. You have, you know, all these different variables. You have writers, all this, yada, yada, yada. But you also have people that, you know, are supposed to be in control of, you know, pre-production, writing stuff out, making sure, you know, your PA doesn't walk through the door behind while a live shot is being taped. Like, come on, man. And it happens far too often in WWE. So that's what gets me. Uh, next up, we have something that was pre-produced and had a little bit of thought going into it. We have a flickering dollhouse, a rocking horse, dolls. It's kind of like a saw-like movie scene, um, a saw-like doll in a rocking chair. It's actually kind of freaky. Um, so Bray Wyatt, he's now a horror movie. So, yeah, he's scary. So, I mean, I don't know. Bray Wyatt, just send him to SmackDown Live at this point because, you know... And it's my quote of the day. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. After this, we have our six-man tag match. Um, you know, the team of Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley took on the team of Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and the debuting to Monday Night Raw, or at least he the the shook superstar to Monday Night Raw, AJ Styles. So we get to talk about AJ Styles on Monday Night Raw now. Toxic masculinity and the gay community. So those are things he said. Those are my words. I'm, you know, my, you know, my stance on everything. I am an equal opportunity lover. Um, so, you know, it, it match was what it was. Um, AJ Styles, he looked a little hurt. He, I think he actually is hurt. So that's why he didn't wrestle that much last night. Um, the faces went over the heels and yeah, that was Monday Night Raw for you. I would have given you a little bit more insight on Monday Night Raw, but Hey, I'm by myself. And I ain't got time for this. I gotta go. Gotta go to the gym. I gotta get my pump on. It's been a while since I've been to the gym. Um, but guys, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you're still listening to me, thank you for putting up with this ordeal. Um, because you're awesome, and you know, you actually wanted to listen to this show. So thank you guys again. Check us out on SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at CWR415. And um, I'll see you next time. Take care. Have a good night. And we'll see you tomorrow for SmackDown Live. Smack it. SmackDown Live recap of your show. I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap or go to the gym. I can't figure out what to do. Talk to you later. Bye. Ah, turn off. <laughs>